Shalom, 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 Israel. This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. And this is the Shabbat. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I hope that you've had a blessed week. Of that the Most High has kept every one of you that's hearing this voice, hearing my voice in great health and in shalom and in peace and that the enemy has not come against you at once this week. And even if he has, you were able, you were able to overcome, overcome him. So I wanted to talk briefly, brothers and sisters. I'm not going to talk too long because of the Shabbat, um, but I wanted to um, just talk to you briefly about... Um, some things that has been that's crossed my mind, um, and I've come in contact with. Um, so, this, so let me just go through this. So, recently, I've been I've come across a group of Hebrews that uh, they just basically came out right and said it after a while that I've been studying with them that they don't believe in the Messiah and. Um, so, needless to say, I'm no longer associated with them. Um, I understand why a lot of people may believe that there is no Messiah, but uh, I just want to say that if we as a people, a group of Hebrews, especially Hebrews, if we don't believe in the Messiah, and I, I pose this question to anybody, what makes us different than the Jews, the so-called Jews? You know, we have to really understand what was meant. Now, we're in this point now that a lot of stuff that's happened in, that's happened in the New Testament, the prophecies in the New Testament, or the Brit Hadashah, is coming to play right now. The words the Messiah said they have happened. I mean, there is this prophecy that was given by the Mashiach and uh, when he says that the, the the land will be trodden underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles, well, that's happening right now. So I understand where a lot of uh, people's confusions come from when it comes to the Messiah, because if you just only read the New Testament, you'll get that understanding. So I know a lot of people's uh, understanding of the Father is this so okay so let me say this so a lot of people they use one scripture in particular the shema israel um to 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 for their argument okay so let me read, read that real fast and it's a good prayer that we should always hear um deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 through 9 hear o israel shema o israel yah our elohim is one as you love Yah, your Elohim, with all your heart and with all your being and with all your might. And these words which I am commanding you today shall be in your heart. And you shall impress them upon your children. And they shall speak of them when you sit in your house. And when you walk by the way. And when you lie down. And when you rise up. And shall bind them as a sign on your hand. And they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Hallelujah. Okay, so that is the beginning. That's the first thing it says. Shema, O Israel. Yah, your Elohim, 
our Elohim is one. Now, we have to understand that when you look at the Western, the word one in this, it's not a Western understanding of the word one. You know, we are supposed to be of Hebraic mindset. So a lot of the stuff that we are seeing, um, we can't just read it for face value. Oh, it's one. He's by himself. And, and yes, he is. But there are plenty of instances when you read the scriptures and the, the Torah to be exact, that he was not talking um, to himself or he was he wasn't just him. Uh, so, for instance, when. He said to uh, when he made Adam, he said, let us make Adam in our image. Now, some studies that I've heard have been a part of. They said he was talking to the earth because he had just made the animals. But still, he wasn't. He was using. It wasn't just him. He's talking to somebody else. But let's look at the word one. The word one in Hebrew is the word akad. And it's H259. It means altogether one. Um, on one mind. Now, that's the same akad that is used in Genesis. Um, let me go to it real fast. The same akad. Um, hold on a second. This is the same one that's used in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. For this cause a man shall leave his mother and father and join unto his wife, and they shall become one flesh. There's a lot of things behind that right there when you look at the word one. That's the same one. Look it up. H259. Akkad. One. So, yes, Yah our Elohim is one, but when he, we come together as husband and wife, does that mean we're one person? We're supposed to be one flesh. One flesh. So, now... That also means that we become one flesh also in the sense that we create a child. One. So two people come together and create one. It's the same akkad. You know, it's nothing different in the word usage. Okay. Um, it's also the same word one that is used after Adam and Eve had ate of the forbidden tree. See, okay, so if you go over Genesis chapter 3, this is after Adam and Eve had listened to the serpent. Um, chapter 3, verse uh, 22. It says, and, Elohim, and Yah Elohim said, See, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. He has become like one of us. It's the same Akkad. Yes, Yah our Elohim is one, but there's a lot of different layers to Yah our Elohim as being one. So, yes, I don't think it's necessary that we worship Mashiach. And coming into this walk, when you read, go to the New Old Testament and you're reading it with new eyes, or if you're eating it without the Spirit, You'll come to the conclusion, yes, 
you, you can read the Old Testament or the Tanakh and come to the conclusion that the Mashiach it was you know was made up was fabricated. But this is where it comes into the whole point of spirit and in truth, because even the Mashiach himself kept telling, um, telling us certain things that he can't do anything without his father. This is his father who sent him. And I understand that, you know, I agree, you know, that that majority of the the, the Prit Hadashah was tampered with. And we also have a lot of books that was taken out of the scriptures to confuse us that when we read it, it you know, there's a lot of confusion in there. But besides that, we're not reading it with the spirit. We're reading it with fleshly eyes. Okay. Um just look at even looking at that word Akkad and then you just you can't just stop at Deuteronomy chapter six. You read those other parts of Deuteronomy or look where the word one is at in all of Torah and then look at the context of it. It doesn't just mean Yah himself by himself. Now the Mashiach himself had said plenty of times talking about being one with the Father. He said, Me and me and my father are one. Doesn't mean that they're one person, they're the same person. That's why a lot of atheists have confusions with the word when they say, well, how is he going to create him, come down and kill himself? And who is he talking to on the cross? No, that's just, that, you know, you, you're not understanding it in the way that that it was meant, that it was written or that it was meant to be understood. You're understanding it with Western fleshly eyes. OK, but let's just take this into consideration. Let's look at John chapter 17. This is right before the Mashiach got killed and he went to the garden to pray. To Yah, his father, our father. Now, if you read all of John chapter 17, I just want to point out a couple of things. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but when you read all of John chapter 17, you should be able to get a better understanding of what was going on. And this, he's, in, he's in distress right now. You know, he's, he's crying out. I'm just going to read briefly uh, John chapter 17, 5 through 21. Now, this is, we should read this ourselves, but there's another little tidbit of what he meant by the word one. I already showed you, it doesn't just mean Yah the Father. When he says you, it's the same as when you become married in one flesh. You will be one, on one accord, and one mind. Okay? So, John chapter 17, verse 4 through 21. I have esteemed you on the earth, having accomplished the work you have given me that I should do. And now esteem me with yourself, Father, with the esteem which I had with you before the world was. I have revealed your name to the men whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have guarded your word. Now they have come to know that all you gave to me is from you, because the words which you gave to me I have given to them. And they have received them and have truly known that I came forth from you and they believe that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours and all mine are yours and yours are mine. And I have been esteemed in them and I am no more in the world, but they are in the world. And I come to you, Kodesh Father, guard them, your name, guard them in your name, which you have given me. So that they might be one as we are. Hmm. When I was with them in the world, I was guarding them in your name. 
which you have given me, and I watched over them, and not one of them perished except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be filled. And now I come to you, and I speak these word, these in the world, so that they have my joy completed in them. I have given them your word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, as I am not of the world. I do not pray that, that you should take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the wicked. They are not of the world, but that you keep keep them from the wicked. They are not of the world, as I am not of the world. Sorry, I read that twice. Kodesh them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also sent them into the world. And for them I set, set apart myself, or bless myself, so that they not they too might be set apart in truth. And I do not pray for those alone, but also for those believing in me through their word, so that they are they all might be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, so that they too might be one in us, so that the world might believe that you have sent me. Now I can keep going with that, but do you understand did you see that? So this, if we are one in Messiah, we are one in the Father. If we believe in the Father, we should believe in the Son. Everything that we are doing in our walk, this, if we esteem the Father, we esteem the Son. Everything we do in the walk, if we, if we, if we do things that are according to His Word, we're trying to walk this thing righteously. If we're teaching the testimony of the Mashiach. The real testimony of Mashiach. That we are one. Just like we are one with our husband and wives. We are one with our father who is in heaven. So we have to keep quit thinking about that in that that um that um Western mindset. Oh, he is one. He is one. Yes, he is one. He is the one that created the heavens and the earth. But when we walk within him, like Abraham walked in him, Abraham and him were one. That's why he considered Abraham a friend. That's why he talked to Moshe like a friend. He is not going to talk to somebody who is not is not walking one in his truth or not being in his truth. You know. So I want us to be careful of these brothers and sisters that are speaking against the Mashiach. I've come there. I've been on this walk now for since 2012. And it is easy as soon as you start coming in a walk to discount or, or disregard the Mashiach that he was here. But there are so many testimonies. There are so many historical evidence that he was here. Okay. That he did come the first time and there's going to be a second coming. You can't discount all the revelations. There's so many other books that was taken out of the Bible, the, the Apocalypse of Peter. There's all these other books that was taken out of scriptures that when you put them together, it makes better sense. But besides that, what did he preach? He preached about keeping the word. The book of Josephus and Josephus, he describes the true what the Messiah looked like. And you got to be careful because if, if not listen to all these different scholars and everything like that, it's going to be confusing of you and you will come to the conclusion that the Mashiach is no, was no, was, was, did not exist. 
And if you just use Deuteronomy chapter 6 and not really understand, you will come to that conclusion. Now, Yah did create the heavens and earth by himself. Yah is the only one, the self-created one, the one who is. But his name also means behold, nail, behold, hand. You think that's a coincidence? The letters in his name means behold, nail, behold, hand. So understand that. Let's be careful. And again, if we don't believe in the Mashiach, what makes us so different than the so-called Jews? This is what I say. So I'm going to let you go. I think I spoke enough on this. I'm going to do some study today. It is a Shabbat. Pray for me, brothers and sisters, and I pray for you, everyone that listens to my broadcast or hears my voice. I pray for you that Yah keeps you in shalom and in peace. And as I let you go, I'm going to leave you to a running blessing and take these words with you and be blessed on this day. And Yah spoke to Moshe, saying, Yah, speak to Aaron and his son, saying, This is how you bless the children of Israel. Say to them, Yah, bless you and guard you. Yah, make his face shine upon you and show favor to you. Yah, lift up his face upon you and give you shalom. Thus they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I myself shall bless them. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. <laughs>